Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot, brought to you by the Isolated RPG. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master, and this week we're going to be playing Isolated. Isolated is a mini horror RPG. It packs all the mechanical punch you need to go from a bad situation to a worse one in a lean seven pages of rules. Isolated has a really interesting take on the horror genre in that a lot of the scenarios for it are pretty visceral and real. They're, the one that we're playing is just about getting lost in the woods. Uh, we obviously take it in a pretty one-shot direction, even though we have the designer of the game sitting with us. But if you're the type of person who's compelled by stories like 127 Hours or 1917, there's probably something for you in Isolated. I'd especially recommend this game to people who like smaller horror RPGs like Cthulhu Dark. It does exactly what I expect a horror game to do. With every roll, there is a chance for things to go bad and be much worse for you as the game goes on. You've got to be careful about how you allocate your resources and what you choose to attempt because whatever it is could end up costing you for the rest of the game. Now to join me on this game, I got most of the cast of Lakeshore and Limbo, another one of Chicago's amazing actual play podcasts. When you hear everyone together, I think you'll agree they're all pretty great. And truth be told, your boy is still on vacation, so this is completely pre-recorded. At this point, I don't have the links to Isolated RPG, but I am assuming that I put them in the show notes, and you can find them on the OneShot Twitter page or my personal Twitter page. As soon as I have that information, I will direct you exactly where you need to go to pick up this game. A huge thanks to Max Beller, the designer of Isolated, who reached out to us and commissioned this episode. Max has been a fan of One Shot for a long time, and I'm so excited that we got to feature his game. Now with all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, heroes, let's meet our party for this week. First up, a voice that you haven't heard in, I think, way too long, and that's James Freetley. Hey, guys, this is James Freetley. Um, I am going to be playing Billy Steak Hudson. Every time I've done the one-shot podcast, I have, without meaning to make it a pattern, made the entire crew form Voltron uh, <laughs> in one way or another. So tonight, my entire goal as a player and a person is not to make anyone form Voltron. Uh, really, you don't? I feel like that would match very well tonally with this uh, kind of gritty, realistic horror game. <laughs> James, the probability that I'm going to make people form Voltron is very high. There's so. a non-zero <laughs> chance that we're Voltron yeah. by the end of this. That's good. Uh, James, because the scenario that we're playing tonight mm -hmm. is kind of an outdoor mishap, like survival scenario, uh, what's a time in your life that, you know, things could have just broke bad in the wilderness oh yeah man um so i was a i'm an eagle scout and i so i camped a lot as a kid and i have a scar on my calf uh that's just three rakes across the what? muscle yeah uh and it is from a tree branch that got me pretty good. <laughs> but it's not what I told people growing yeah. up. <laughs> no, no, it's not what I would have told people either. Yeah. Uh, that rules. Uh, well, next up, we've got a voice that uh, you hear all the time on our shows, um, and that's because he provides music for so many programs on the One Shot Network. That is Arnie Parrott. Hi, I'm Arnie, um, and I will be playing um, Buckingham Whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a uh, he's a philosopher trust fund kid. 
Good and stuff. Uh, a philosopher. Ooh, is there a specific discipline of philosophy? Oh, he's... no, he's never, re- uh, he doesn't read books. He thinks philosophy comes from the mind. So he just <laughs> shows up to the classes and participates in the yeah, discussion. Yeah, he, yeah, I don't know if he's been to classes. <laughs> <laughs> he does love, he considers himself quite the philosopher. Okay, I, I for briefly thought he was more of a villain than he was, because <laughs> I thought he was the kid who doesn't do the reading, shows up and argues with everybody. For the uh, no, period. that would also be him, yes. Mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, that's definitely him, yeah. Arnie, how about you? Is there any time where you were in the wilderness and things could have just broke bad, broke worse, <laughs> perhaps? Well, I, my parents, my my whole family are very nature oriented, and I missed that gene completely. Um, and I was dragged down a lot of um, trips. We climbed mountains. We did all of the things that that outdoorsy people do. And I played Game Boy the entire time. <laughs> However, I was thinking at, about a traumatic time when I was outside and that was when my parents were mad that I was playing too many video games if you can imagine that so I did what any kid does and I ran away from home mm-hmm. we lived in the middle of the woods and so I ran and I, I I ran all the way down our driveway and then got there and realized I didn't really know what to do after that <laughs> so I doubled back around and walked all the way back up to the house but outside and our dining room is is has a, has a big picture window facing outside and i hid behind a rock and just watched as my parents happily ate dinner without me there <laughs> damn <laughs> so that's a memory i have of being outside and me being so mad that they weren't looking for me or didn't really even like seem or seem to be having more fun than when i'd actually uh when I was actually there. Mm-hmm. So that was mm-hmm. a rough nature experience for me. That's very good. That's very good. Love these painful memories yeah, to draw right. on. Uh, <laughs> that brings us to our next guest, and that is CJ Tour. CJ. Hello. Glad to be here. Great I, to be back. I'm so glad to have you back. Uh, this is the second horror game that we've had you on for. Yeah. Uh, barely survived uh, the last one, and I think you've invited me on to finish me off. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you know, I wasn't the one responsible for the murders last time. I won't be the one responsible for the murders this time. I That's an innocent thing to say. I like the <laughs> idea of us finding another unlikely partnership by the end of this, like oh, yeah. we did uh, in the last one. Yeah, and good to be the best of friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, hopefully we won't be covered in so much shit this time. Yeah. Uh, CJ, yes. speaking of getting covered in shit, yeah. what are some times that you've had in the wilderness, just one time in the wilderness, well, rather? I, I, I had a lengthy childhood of going to numerous science and theater camps. So uh, not so much outdoorsy there. In fact, one summer I was with my uncle in Phoenix and he made me go to an actual like outdoorsy camp with like horseback riding and archery. And I, on the second day, got mono and spent <laughs> most of those days reading Encyclopedia Brown in bed and doing a bonfire of the vanities puzzle. <laughs> Hell yeah. Man, what an outdoorsy group we are. Oh, we're from the Eagle Scout who has his leg scarred from a branch. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to break branch. the mold with this one. Yeah. Well, uh, that that brings us to our GM and the designer of this game, uh, which is called Isolated. I already spoke about it in the introduction. Uh, but that brings us to our designer, Max Beller. Max, 
welcome to One Shot. Oh, thanks for having me here, James. Uh, could you please take us away? Uh, oh, I, I suppose I should, before we, we cut to you talking about the game itself, I will introduce my character. I am playing someone named Mac Fleetwood. Uh, <laughs> their character physical adjectives are mustache. Their character personality adjectives are stoic. Um, he is a woodsman, carpenter, and father in that order. Um <laughs> So I'm very happy to bring him into this scenario. Uh, with that character introduction out of the way, let's turn to Max Beller, who designed the isolated RPG and will be our game master for this week. Uh, that's right. So uh, I did actually designed this, and I'll give a little bit of backstory myself. Uh, I designed this mostly because I love horror movies. I grew up watching them, thanks much to my mom. She uh, was a big horror movie buff. She grew up in California. She just absolutely loved that culture. And a lot of the times she would introduce us to movies at a very young age. I think I saw John Carpenter's The Thing when I was maybe 10 years old. <laughs> if that is any indication as to what's going to be happening here tonight. Uh, but this game was... Can't designed... wait for my head to turn into a spider. <laughs> oh my God. Only if you get decapitated. Okay. <laughs> which well, might happen. I'll try. Is that what your character's goal is? I'm going to shoot for that, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'll keep that in mind and try and make that happen for you. I want to make sure all my players leave happy. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, so Isolated is a uh, short horror RPG that's designed to just be played as a one-shot, hence why I came on the one-shot network to kind of do it. Uh, it's a simple game. You'll need one D6 to play. Uh, each character will be, or each player will be inhabiting their character who has a specific role. Uh, the role could be literally be anything from I am a father to a job you have, such as I'm a soldier whatever you want it to be those roles will give you a certain skill set that you pick and then it's just roll a d6 and see if you pass or not it's all there is to it nothing too complicated so actually uh cj can i get your character name if we got that actually oh i'm so sorry uh yes uh, i am playing keith richter <clears throat> keith richter is described as slender limber with interesting facial hair. Ooh. <laughs> Whatever facial hair you're guessing, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> okay. And I am a stage magician. Yes. Mac <laughs> Fleetwood is not a fan of this man. <laughs> Stakes interested. All right. So we have a stage magician. And uh, can I also get... Arnie, what is your character's uh, role, as it were? Uh, philosopher Trust Fund Kid. Philosopher Trust Fund Kid. And my physical descriptions are lanky, douchey, vest with watch chain. <laughs> that's, that's all I've Ooh, read. that's beautiful. <laughs> that's, that's Very clear read. image Poetic. coming to mind. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, uh, James II. <laughs> yes. Uh, Billy Stake Hudson uh, is a motorcycle mechanic. Uh, and he is described as beefy, leather-clad, and rockabilly. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, well, actually, before we oh. dive fully into it, I kind of, Arnie, I kind of think you're my son. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, your mom and I got to be divorced, and yeah. you, you probably have her name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I'm, I've taken you on this camping trip with my at least friend. So you're definitely my friend. Oh, for sure. I, I was actually going to ask how you all know each other. Okay. This is a very good, 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 eclectic good. group. I think, I think I'm Buckingham's friend. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. I think, is he, is he your, is he your friend because it pisses off your dad? Uh, no. Uh, so like, I think Buckingham is like, he'll take anybody. Like yeah. he thinks he, he thinks he's pretty social, but really he's just anyone who hangs out with him is his friend. Mac would give 
anything for a son who was rebelling against him. This boy doesn't have enough spirit in his bones to rebel against me. If only he brought this magician to intentionally upset me. I wish. (laughs) Well, that's a good start. Some animosity to begin with. So it sounds like... um, our good uh, Mac Fleetwood was the one who planned this trip to the Rockies, a nice outdoor camping excursion. Does Mac go camping a lot? Mac loves to go camping. Um, Mac, as I've said, is a woodsman and carpenter. He will go into the forest uh, to find fallen logs uh, that he will then uh, drag home to reclaim as furniture that he carves himself with his own bare hands. No axe and involved, just actually his hands. <laughs> well, he doesn't chop down the trees. He finds fallen logs. Mm. He he will not take from the forest. Mm. He will clean the forest. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. All right. Uh, so all of you have been gathered at the behest of Mac Fleetwood to go on a camping trip. Why you all have decided to go with him is beyond anyone's actual imagination, mm-hmm. but here you are. Uh, he has found a good spot in the Rockies. Uh, it's out of the way, very far away from any civilization where you can see a beautiful starry night. And you're all setting up camp. Uh, can someone, uh, I'll actually ask everyone, who's doing what to help set up camp? I'm, I'm writing. <laughs> are you, are you writing about this entire experience? I'm sitting on a stump writing a memoir about what, what's happening right now. Okay. This is your Walden. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. None of it is true. All what, of it is made up. If he knew what Walden was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm right next to him, hooking up a diesel-powered Jenny, and I'm just cranking the. I'm just cranking it right next to him. I want to be able to power my uh, my sweet record player. Uh, I think I'm walking through the, ca- the cabin, preparing a variety of tricks for later. There's a cabin. Apparently, we oh. have just established that there okay. is now a cabin. Oh, we'll say that Mac built a cabin out here because he found this. Spot. That's true. That's yeah, true. I've yes. built this cabin out of found wood. Out of found wood. Uh, everything in this cabin was carved by my hands. Um, uh, I am working on, I, I'm setting up the fire. Uh, the, I do this in the fireplace of the cabin, though there is a fire pit outside. We are not at the fire pit outside because this group has not collectively earned the fire pit outside. We will look at the stars when this group has earned the stars. <laughs> Um, Should what? I be cranking this diesel-powered Jenny outside? Or? <laughs> well, I mean, you're probably on the porch of this. Yeah. All right, I'll cabin. take it. I'll take it out. Are we? Uh, what? What? Are, is it? What's the season of the? Uh, we'll say it's a uh, coming around spring. Winter's just ending. Uh, sure. Snow is starting to melt, so it's oh, a little okay. bit wet and muddy. But overall, uh, it's a very nice day. It's probably in the low 60s, but Ooh. it's cool. There's a sun out. A little bit cloudy, but not too much. This is perfect leather weather. <laughs> I want to point out that this was a 10-mile hike to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, the, we, we left the car 10 miles ago. We were not able to simply drive up here. I have to ask then, was the generator here, or did we take the generator <laughs> 10 miles? Look, to- I want to be able to listen to my records when I'm enjoying <laughs> nature, so I brought it. I have not provided power to my cabin, Okay, so we took the generator. <laughs> okay. It was a demand that all three of the people who are not Mac Fleetwood have made to have some form of electricity there to charge devices, even though there is no cell service here in the Rockies. Uh, I think he's going to walk out with a bottle of whiskey uh, that is like, friends, I think we should celebrate a great hike and a great future for this intrepid crew. Yeah, just a great place to cool your heels and 
clear your mind and wait for things to die down in town. Become the man you were supposed to be. That's the greatest trick of all. You say that about a lot of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's because everything in life is a little bit magic. And he tries to, like, snap the bottle off, (laughs) cap off. It's like he's sliding his hand down to do, like, that perfect spin so that it, like, spins off. Well, since you're trying to do magic, and that seems like that's one of your rolls, I'm going to have you roll to see if you can do magic. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. That's a six. All right, then you have successfully done your magic so trick. It's, of- it's very successful. So the, the bottle cap like pops up in the air off of it, and then he just kind of puts out his breast pocket so the cap falls <laughs> into the breast pocket and then starts offering the whiskey around. I do not drink screw top whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I just take it and I didn't slug some back. How old is uh, the minor in the, or the youngster in the room? Uh, I'm going to say... Freshly, like twenty-one or twenty-two. All right, I uh, yeah, I slide it across the uh, floor at him with my big shit-kicking boot. <laughs> Something that I am wildly curious about, CJ. How old is the stage magician? <laughs> I think I, I was reading my backstory. I think I was a senior when he was a freshman. Okay, so okay. I am freshly out of college. And, like, by stage magician, I think I work mostly as a dealer in a casino, and they give me, like, Sunday nights. Yeah. You know, like, uh, so this is, like, us coming back after I went to work in Vegas for, like, a few months. Yeah. So I'm very much a beginner magician, but it's kind of in, like, his entire life. Yeah. I I would say 20—I'd say 21, 22, uh, but, like, probably has been drinking for a while, but not, like, to get drunk because he likes the taste. Mm -hmm. Nice. Or something. The so one good thing about you. <laughs> <laughs> he likes he likes a good drink. No, he likes terrible drinks. He likes plastic whiskey, plastic bottle whiskey. But uh, whiskey is being passed around. You're all having a good time. Uh, I assume that Mac has gone in the woods and caught a fish with his bare hands at the local river. I wanna I wanna go with. Can I go with Mac out to the woods to talk to him? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we cut to Mac and our good friend Billy Snake Hudson in the woods. Uh, I think we're probably like both ankle deep in the water with our hands mm-hmm. uh, just poised over the river, uh, little rivulets trying to catch a trout or a salmon. Mac, you got to level with me, buddy. Did you just bring me along, toughen up your son because I'm a hardened criminal? Your criminal past has no bearing on why I brought you in to toughen up the boy. Hey, At I- this point, any bit of flint is going to sharpen that steel. I just want to clarify with you. It's a criminal present. Currently criminal. Now, you know I don't like to ask follow-up questions. <laughs> you know I love divulging things about my criminal record. <laughs> you will barely have to prod. As long as you do it quietly so it doesn't scare away the fish, you may continue. I've, I've run so many illegal motorcycle parts down from Canada... I cannot go back into town right now. The bears are after me. The bears again? Slang for the, yeah, the Chicago (laughs) bears are after me. I sold them some bum motorcycle parts and they're all mad. This is the fourth or fifth time that you've upset the Chicago bears. The actual football team. I know. The only team in the NFL that will hunt down anyone who has wronged them (laughs) and kill them. Yeah, we know. That's We're all got- aware of football and how football works. <laughs> we don't need to reiterate these things. We're just saying them. All right. As long as we're clear that at any moment the Chicago Bears could storm out of the woods and kill me. And if you think that's an acceptable price for me toughening up your kid, I'm willing to take a crack at that pinata. Billy, you are a man that I have shared a scotch with. 
which means if a professional football player comes to my cabin in the middle of the woods, I will fight them with my bare hands on behalf of your honor, even though I know you to have very little. Uh, thank you. We will cut back into the cabin. Uh, I'm just standing at the window looking out going, wow, really something? It is something, but is it enough? Oh, man. You said that like you were doing a magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine he pulls out a card yeah. or something as he said because it. That's how he does that uh, nice, uh, I'm going to forget the word now, but how he flourishes every sentence is he does some little <laughs> yeah. trick. Yeah. If there is like a, a listener, if, if just imagine I do a stun at the end of every sentence, and that is my period. Uh, no, uh, is it enough for Buck? I just, I have to ask you. Um, I thank you for rekindling this friendship, Spark. Mm. <laughs> flash uh, paper, flash paper. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Uh, but there, there is unfortunately an ulterior motive. Hmm. Well. We're complex beings. Absolutely. I'd expect no less from you. Good, because you got to expect this. I could use a little... Remember when we were in school and I would come to you every now and then for a, a, a backing for one of my stunts? You you bought <sighs> the tomb of Eschemistery. <laughs> and you also bought the hanging pendulum of precariousness. I, yeah. I come to you now also with hat in hand. Collapsible top hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you know I love your tricks. And your obsession with money is just so interesting to me. It's not an obsession. Of course you can have it. Well, you always are asking Well, it's about not it. an obsession. It's a dire need. Uh, I've, 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 I've taken Gosh. a liking to the, the Vegas lifestyle, if, if you catch my drift. Well, of course I have the money for you. You can you I can need $10,000. That's, that's fine. That's fine with me. What do I use it for? Here in the woods, in the wilderness? This is what man is. Hey, I knew you were good for it. I can see you have money coming out of your ears. <laughs> As he pulls a single dollar bill out from behind his ear. I'm going to need to keep this. Yeah. <laughs> so, we have now cut back to the river. You are trying to still catch a fish. Your conversation as to the criminal history of steak being firmly established. Criminal present. <laughs> the criminal all parts of time of steak. Uh, I'm going to need you to roll me to catch a fish with your bare hands. Mm. Both of you. Yes, of course. Can, I, can steak try to just hit one with his wrench? <laughs> <laughs> sure. You have a wrench. You may try to hit a fish with a wrench. All right. Two succeeds. It's a two. Two. Oh, you both managed to catch a fish. Uh, a very nice... I don't know, salmon? I don't know what's in the Rocky Rivers. I'm not an outdoor person. Uh, not a salmon. Uh, <laughs> it's probably going to be a bass of some kind. It All would right. be freshwater. Yeah. All right, let's go with bass then. So you both managed to catch a relatively large bass, enough to definitely feed you four grown men in the woods. And you begin marching your way back to your cabin. On the horizon, you all don't really notice this because it's getting dark, but we can see in the parts that are still light, storm clouds are coming in. And soon, a downpour will begin. So now all of you are back at the cabin. What happened while I was gone? Did you do some magic? <laughs> I don't do magic. Magic just happens when I'm around. This room reeks of magic. <laughs> it smells like flash paper. <laughs> this flash paper smells like wonder. Who's to blame me? 
This cabin is built out of wood <laughs> and varnish. Do not use flash paper in the cabin. I, I am going to take this this generator outside again. <laughs> <laughs> As the room was filled with smoke, diesel generator that was apparently indoors. So, uh, you all eat. You, I assume, have some sort of dinner conversation. Whether or not that is a happy one, a sad one, a angry one, who's to really say? But surely, uh... Surely, Mac, uh, while you may not be of the art of misdirection, there must be some stage show that uh, in your youth you were amused by. Indeed, there was. We cut back to that stage show. (laughs) God, a stage show in his youth that amused him. I think it is a old-fashioned kind of like strongman show uh, (laughs) where there's this big hulking lumberjack of a man who just tears a log in half with his bare hands. And we can see the the, there's no smile on young Mac's face, uh, but there is a sparkle in his eye that exists to this day. It melds into the older version of him. Indeed, there was. <laughs> that sparkle is the fade back into the shot of the cabin. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, uh, night passes. You all continue to drink. You all have your fill of fish and whatever other supplies you have brought. And due to maybe Mac's own, I guess, uh, hubris, he didn't really do a good check of the weather before coming up here. I do not look at the weather. That it involves using the internet, which is what Mac is against, yeah. all technology. If you can't feel it, it's not guaranteed to be happening. And if they can track you by it, it's not worth it. <laughs> That's why I don't have a phone, I don't use the mail system. If I need to talk to someone, I get on my bike and I go. Billy and I agree on a lot of things, but the reasons are very different. <laughs> As long as at the end of days you all are both happy with each other, that's all that matters. Speaking of the end of the days, oh, during oh. <laughs> the night the downpour continues, and as I said, it was very muddy, and you all wake up to the cabin rocking as a mudslide has occurred. Oh, God! <laughs> oh, my boots! <laughs> They're not meant for this! The cabin rocks and just continues to get more and more unstable until finally it is uplifted and dragged along with the mud. Keith jumps up and gets dressed, which is a long process because he's loading in lots of things. But so, like, frantically trying to put things together. I'm going to have you roll to get dressed in the middle of a landslide in a rocky building. Yeah. That's a two. Uh, we'll say you're used to like costume changes, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. you managed to actually get dressed. In your fine, I assume, tuxedo and collapsible top hat. It's like it's like a it's like a sloppy tuxedo. Mm. It's like dress shirt with a dress jacket over it, and the jacket's just there because there's so much stuff built into it. Right, all the netting and hidden yeah. pockets that you need. Uh, what is everyone else doing as this landslide is going on? Uh, what is so well? What what is the sleeping situation? Are we how 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 big is this cabin? Uh, I would say that Mac, being a vivid outdoorsman. Built a relatively nice cabin. Uh, there's probably at least two bedrooms in the main area, kitchen. There is no bathroom, obviously. You shit outside in the woods, as God intended. Mm-hmm. In fact, the fact there was a roof on this building at all is a sin. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, well, I think this happened in the middle of the... This is middle of the night. Yeah, we'll say it's around 2 a.m. Great, so I think um, 
Buckingham had got it, gotten up to go smoke some weed. <laughs> um, so was he outside or was he smoking? I think he was smoking on the porch oh. outside when it happened. All right. Uh, I'm going to need you to actually do something outside of your role. Now, okay. when you do something outside of your role in this game, uh, your chances of success are a lot less because okay. obviously it's nothing you have experience with. Uh, so you will succeed on a five plus. So roll that D6 and let's okay. see if you manage to succeed on staying on the porch, not being dragged away with the mud. Oh, my God. Oh, five. five. He manages, you grab onto the railing of the porch. Thankfully, your dad's skills have made it sturdy and strong enough to support your weight, even with all the chaos that is happening around you. Yeah. I think I am probably uh, scurrying around on all fours trying to catch a hold of what looks like a switchblade, uh, but uh, it bumps up against a like a the leg of a, a wooden chair and it pops open and it's clearly a comb. I'm like, nobody move! I gotta get this thing before... Oh, God. <laughs> Mac Fleetwood it was obviously in his bed when this was going on. His eyes pop open, and he, being a survivalist, springs to action immediately. Uh, he grabs uh, his hatchet, which he always sleeps with it under his pillow. Of course. Um, pulls it out and enters the main room of the cabin. Uh, I, I think there was some sort of light on, uh, perhaps like it was one of the uh, electric survival lanterns that was brought by one of the weaker members of the party. <laughs> they did not and- just bring a torch. As God intended. Yeah. Well, I mean, when God makes the sun go down, it's you're not supposed to see light <laughs> anymore. <nighttime. laughs> then it is night. You must adjust your senses. If they cannot adjust, you are not meant to survive. Uh, but he, in, in the, the cool blue lighting, we can see that Mac Fleetwood uh, sleeps in the nude and is an incredibly hairy man <laughs> now carrying an axe. Uh, if we weren't currently in the middle of a cabin sliding down a mountain in a landslide, this would be the most terrifying thing about the situation. Most likely. I think there's a juxtaposition to be had, too, of him, like, up there and, like, me pressed up against yeah. the window with my, like, piece still in hand. So it's like, he, like, he, like the, our two faces. They meet in the darkness. Yeah, well, uh, Mac can instinctually tell that not everybody was within the cabin when the landslide started. The weight, the weight was off in the cabin, yeah. obviously. He, he could feel it. That's... In fact, why the cabin dislodged. If everyone <laughs> was sleeping in the positions that they were supposed to sleep in, weight would be evenly distributed and we wouldn't have this problem. Too, I much, told on the, you. too much on the front end of the porch. Real fast, can we go with what a beautiful accidental pun dislodged is? <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's really good work. No, we can't say it's accidental. It's all going to be okay. on the show. Uh, I do want to say that Keith, once dressed, the next thing he's going to go for is he absolutely hid a dove in a wallet. <laughs> 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 so hold on. Did you cut a hole in the wall of this cabin? Yes. And like it put was, the dove in and then resealed it? Was like it was very hard because... You as, had a lot of time to do exactly. it while we were fishing. <laughs> as, that is true. You were gone it, for an indeterminate amount of time. As he fish. said, he had carved this entire lodge. So it was very like difficult to find nooks and crannies to hide things. So he did have to find like the thinnest piece and just put a dove in there with some feed, which was going to be a, a beautiful uh, t- uh, performance this morning. Like wake up, the birds are singing poof. But now he's going to be like, uh oh, I hope that dove doesn't get crushed. I want to go and try and save that. Uh, all right, you are attempting to save a dove. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think saving the dove does not fall under no. the skills of the magician. So this- roll your d six. Okay. See what you get. 
Oh, that's a six. That's six, baby. Jeez. No one is going to die this session. That has been determined so far. <laughs> no one has taken. We a are using one shot dice. Yes, yeah. that's true. They do say one. Uh, shot. Go buy one shot dice. Yeah. I don't know if they're available anywhere. James probably does. Anyway, but you succeed. Back so you... us on Patreon. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Uh, but anyway, so you succeed. You manage to find that hole you carved into the cabin, which uh, thankfully Mac did not notice upon re-entering with mm-hmm. his fish earlier. Or and maybe he did and didn't say anything. Who's uh, to say? And, and I, I tuck the dove away in its pocket in my jacket. It coos gently, knowing <laughs> that it is now safe of its master. <laughs> yeah, I think Steak pops up. He's managed to grab his comb, and he's like now trying to like very quickly fix his hair as like the bureau slides out the front door. <laughs> Uh, Mac is going to try and save his idiot son. Um, The way he's doing this, he's using his hatchet uh, to move and stabilize himself through the cabin. So he will just swing the hatchet into the wall to give himself a stable hold as he moves his way over to the door. And what are your roles again? Just to remind me. Uh, My roles are woodsman, carpenter, father in that order. Well, father is the last one, and thankfully for you, I did not make rules if you put in multiple rules. So saving your son, I feel, <laughs> falls into the category of father. It was only supposed to be one roll. Oops. It's fine. <laughs> Power gamer. Uh, so I got a four. All right. Uh, so, James, you succeed. You managed to make it to the window to grab your son through the window yeah, as excellent. a horror movie villain. <laughs> I reach through the window. It smashes outward. And there's just this incredibly hairy hand that stretches out, wraps across your chest and neck, and drags you in through the window. Yeah. I let out one of those. I smoke too much weed screams. <laughs> Definitely. It's, I, I puff to shoots out of my mouth and nose. Yeah. You're coughing because he wrapped around your yeah. throat a little yeah. bit. It's, just, it's a real bad experience for you. You're not outside in the middle of a landslide and anymore. St- I'm, and I'm actually, it makes me mad that he saved me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mac, you are well aware of where you situated this cabin. You know that uh, going at the current trajectory, because once again, you are an avid outdoorsman, you're heading for a cliff real soon. And that's probably going to be bad staying in a cabin when it's going off a cliff. Hey heroes, it's James, your game master. Welcome to the mid-roll. A huge thanks to Max and the Isolated RPG for sponsoring this series on OneShot. I'm having a blast. Be sure to follow the link in our show notes so you can find out more about Isolated. Before we get you back to the show, I'm going to take a quick moment and thank some of our backers on Patreon. Terry and Gwyngab. Thank you so much. A-C-D. Thank you. Megan Henderson. Thank you very much. Nicholas Gamash. Thank you. Montag505, thank you very much. Aaron Cox, thank you so much. Dustin Christofiak, thank you very much. And let me know if I didn't get that right. The Haiku Bandit, thank you. David Olson, thank you very much. Justice W. Johnson, thank you. Angus Collins, thank you very much. Roz Powers, thank you. Bella Williams, thank you so much. Austin Williamson, thank you very much. Christian Rivero, thank you. David Gibb, thank you very much. Victoriana, thank you so much. Sharpshooter Jew, thank you. And Logan Patterson, thank you very much. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. Now, with all that out of the way, let's get back to the show.
you're heading for a cliff real soon. And that's probably going to be bad staying in a cabin when it's going off a cliff. We will need to abandon the cabin. <laughs> oh, guys, this is serious. If he's going to abandon the cabin, this is everything to him. He is a woodsman, a entrepreneur, Keith and a already father. Gone. <laughs> Hold on, I don't remember everything Keith you are. jumped out mid-statement. <laughs> <laughs> so you just jump out the window? Yep. Uh, okay, uh, no, roll for that. There's, there's no. Do you have one of your objects you want to try and use to help you? No, as a matter of fact, uh, well, I'll do it after. Sure. All right, Boy. that is the first failure of the game. Yay. So you jumped out of a cabin in the middle of a landslide <laughs> without really thinking about it too hard, and you don't land very well. It hurts a bit, so I'm going to need you to mark off the first point on your hit points. Cool. Can I say one more thing? Sure. We just went through what objects I actually have. Mm. I'm going to say it broke everything else that I had on me. <laughs> <laughs> so is that dove in your pocket now? Just, no, no, no. I'm the saying, dove has got to be safe. <laughs> all the objects we just went through and you said I had use of, mm -hmm. those are all that's left. Uh, but I'm yeah. saying I had other stuff oh, okay, on me. Uh, Narratively. So, just like as I'm tumbling down, like scarves go flying out. And, like, oh, yes. The several <laughs> collapsible caves <laughs> just shoot away from him. The collapsible top yeah. half falls. The, the wand with like the flowers on the uh, inside. Yeah. The magician falling into Lance. Like, <laughs> scattering out. Uh, and uh, peek behind the curtain. So while we were uh, taking a little bit of a break to oh, yeah. uh, fix some problems, uh, I went over the role of objects in the game. So objects, uh, just for basic is uh, whatever your character has on their person, they can collect them throughout the game or they could start with them depending on the scenario. In this case, each player start with some objects. Uh, the objects have a number of uses before they are officially used up. And essentially what those can do is you can say, I'm going to use this object in this way to grant a bonus to your rolls. This could be either a role that is associated with your main, you know, and I hate the fact that I used roll and roll in this, but your ro character's role is in their job or a uh, role that doesn't involve that at all. So it's just a way to get a bonus that way if you have want to increase chance of success to either 100% if it's something early on or just take one that it might be a bit more difficult and actually manage to make it work. Okay. Uh, uh, but So yeah, you have taken your first point of hit point damage, yes. uh, which means now every time you have to make a roll on your, and I'm going to now change this to career to make mm -hmm. it so that it does not flow horribly. Uh, so now every time you roll on your career, which is stage magician, it's going to be one harder. So now you only succeed on a three or higher. I will say in this fall, I probably also like scratched up my very nimble hands. And yes. that's why I've lost. Your dexterity has been yeah. slightly hindered by this experience. Um, so everyone else still in the cabin just knows the stage edition. Yeah. <laughs> himself out the window. As we're falling, uh, I want to turn. I want to grab uh, Mac by the shoulder. I go, Mac. This is a perfect opportunity for me to help you toughen up your son. <laughs> Watch this. Uh, and then uh, Stake jumps towards the, the window that the magician just jumped out of. Uh, but carefully uh, and strategically, Winnie the poos himself uh, so that his butt is stuck in the window. And he turns back and goes, and lo he looks right at Buck and goes, Kid, help! And I'm, I'm Winnie the Pooh in this thing. <laughs> Only you can save me. Buckingham is very high. <laughs> and, is, and, is, and is just staring at you. Just panic. Like, he's completely shut down. Very uh, much like in Winnie the Pooh, I think his <laughs> pants have a face kind of <laughs> a shape on them. 100%. It's actually like... Uh, well, you gotta remember, you just woke up, so what were you sleeping in? Because you oh, didn't get dressed. It was 100% uh, his, like, uh, kind of like 
pinup girl calendar, uh, <laughs> like uh, flannel sweatpants. Uh, so there's like a person in ca- that kind of pinup style with like <laughs> holding a bomb that would be on the nose of an airplane. Oh, um, sure, yeah. <laughs> just like winking right at Buck. Yeah. Um, You're just shouting to Buck like, aim for the bomb. That's the part you got to hit to get me out. Um, is there... Is there any mechanic? Do you have mechanics for like rolling knowledge or like like anything where that it's would like, still be under your role? So what are you trying to exactly get? Well, I'm your- sort of like I'm sort of like trying to figure out like it, almost like like what is he like? I want I want I want to determine what he thinks he should do and then do based I mean, off that. You know, like like I don't, if that makes so sense. I would say in normal common sense, you'd be like, oh, someone's stuck in a window. I try and get him out. But since you're high and in the middle yeah. of the landslide, okay, you're so probably not... I want to try to get him out. All right, that's that's. A, yeah, I just that, wanted to that figure would, that out. Common yeah. sense would be someone is stuck. They're trying to obviously get out to help them. Um, Whether or not the high college student wants to do that is anyone's guess. Yeah, I'll I'll turn to my dad and say he's stuck. He is. You gotta help him. Someone does. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, there's a tree coming right at my face very fast. I did not uh, fully so, think this one out. Just because I want to introduce a fun mechanic, I'm going to have you both roll off to see who can kind of get the one over on each other to convince one. So mm. you are trying to convince your son to be a man and help out a friend in need, and you're trying to be a little douchebag and not do it, I guess. Yeah, just so, trying, to, yeah, trying to hide behind yeah, my dad. Would, uh, I got a two. I rolled a three. Uh, well, the three will win in this case. So okay, you're great. now your dad telling you has unleashed that primal urge all sons have to impress their fathers in yeah, some way. So I will I will charge forward with a scream and um, just plow my hands into his butt. <laughs> Thank you. And just so just, this is going to be another roll. Yeah. Do you think your career has anything to do with this whatsoever? Uh, no, I think I think this is a no. I don't. I think this is literally just a primal. Okay, uh, just roll and I think and he's see how it equally goes. likely to screw it up as he is to succeed. And I roll a one. Ah! <laughs> All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so uh, two things are going to happen. One, you're going to take a point of hit point damage. Yeah. And two, by some weird mess of physics and the way the window is shaped, you managed to get yourself stuck like on top of him. <laughs> yeah. So now it's both of you stuck Winnie the Pooh style <laughs> in this window with you on top. Uh, and, the two poos. And this tree coming up. Yeah. And we have now established as a tree. I didn't have to do that. Thank you for making your own lives harder. And it's always a pleasure. Uh, so Mac. <laughs> uh, so I, my so I am able to just just so I have this out in the air because uh, this is what I think of this character. He's able to survive in harsh outdoor environments, make useful things out of wood, and repress his emotions. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a moment where he must repress his uh, repress a a, a deep seated rage, um, and he just pushes it back a little bit further uh, as he. Uh, moves over to the window, uh, takes up once again his hatchet, and plunges it into his own heart. And of course I mean into his own heart, into the wall of his cabin to cut out the window so he can kick it out and save both of the lives of these two people. Honestly, it was a 50-50 chance he was going to chop us in half. He (laughs) loves this cabin. I know. uh, It's just a little bit worse at repressing my emotions, maybe. Uh, that is true. Maybe I should have you roll to repress your emotions next time. But this case, it's already decided. Uh, roll two on your carrier to chop out the window. Uh, that's a three. Uh, you succeed because you don't have any hindrances right now since you haven't been hurt. You managed to chop out a 
you know, good chunk of a corner of this window. It gives you enough space that you could easily slide these boat these idiots out. I, I think what happens uh, is he he chops out part of the window, and they're still stuck in like this kind of frame. And the tree is coming up closer and closer and closer. And he saves it uh, to kick the wall and like the window frame out. So it impacts the tree and it strikes the frame instead of them. And they're dislodged from the frame. Sure. Uh, Since you have succeeded, no one will be taking any hit point damage. You don't need to make any rolls for this. Uh, You two have both are now rolling down this mountain and still in the mudslide. But fortunately, you are no longer stuck in the window about to have your heads taken off by trees, despite someone wanting to be decapitated earlier in the session. Yeah, I think as uh, as Steak is rolling down, he's also losing stuff. Uh, you've got, like, uh, illegal motorcycle bits and bobs shooting out of his... Uh, a was, full engine pops out of the pocket. He loses his uh, sweet, like, uh, pin-up pants, and he, now he's just in, like, his leather vest, his uh, heart boxers, and his boots. I see, like, a like a, like a hotel Bible. Oh, yeah, yeah, several hotel Bibles. <laughs> Gideon's Bible. Yeah. Gideon's Bible. Gideon's Book of Mormon. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess. Terrible stage play. (laughs) I had mentioned earlier that my character was fully nude. Um, So I guess he is going to, as like it's shuddering, getting closer and closer to the cliff, he's going to walk to the cabin to uh, grab his clothes and give a single wistful look to the cabin. The greatest emotional display that he has made <laughs> in a decade. Now, because of this, does that glint in your eye from that earlier stage show slowly fade out as you lose the one thing you truly love in this world? Yes. Oh. I think, I think that, that, that twinkle fades just oh. a little bit. Gosh. Gets a little dimmer, and the heart grows a little colder. But um, you still need to make your way out of the cabin. Yep. And he is going to make his way over to the back door of the cabin, (laughs) calmly open the door and look up at the mountain, which has betrayed him (laughs) and therefore will need to be reconquered. Uh, And he is going to do a, he's going to step off the porch, uh, that, that back porch and I think rolling is undignified. No, but it's I, I definitely think the proper thing to do. It is the proper thing, and you are a survivalist. But I think in the rage you're feeling at this mountain, you want to stand firm against it. I like it. Yeah. So you just step out and stand there and take the mud, the dirt, the branches coming at you, like the true man you are. Yeah. So that's a three. Oh, we'll say that's good. You managed to stand there firm against the mountain and the landslide and all that has come to bear down on you. I have seen what you have to offer, and I can assure you, you have no idea what I am capable of, he says to the mountain. Uh, the mountain gently quakes. No one knows why. But maybe the mudslide. That might be... No, no one knows why. No one knows. But anyway, um, you all eventually, you know, from rolling down uh, the full weight of this mountain and all that other stuff, you all eventually, besides Mac, who is too manly to, Mac just falls asleep. The rest of you go unconscious Hmm. in one form or another. It's been a very hard... You wake up the next morning and you are just, you know, face down in mud. Perhaps uh, Mac is just laying down on his back, relaxing, waiting for everyone else to wake up. But you wake up and 
truth be told, none of you know where you are. You are clearly off any beaten path that, or if there was a path at all, it's now been covered. And you only have what you have on you. And now you need to make it back to, well, your car's probably gone, so you need to walk back to civilization. My Bible. <laughs> it was 10 miles. Canonically, right? Yeah, yeah, but then you got swept away by a landslide, oh, so now okay. it's more. Okay, okay. Maybe. Yeah, we have no <laughs> yeah, idea yeah. where we are. Maybe it swept us closer to town. Everybody <laughs> everybody, chill. But Denny. I thought okay. you couldn't go to town. Oh. You can't go to Chicago. <laughs> oh, well, I, the bears know where to find me is yeah. the thing. They the bears a, will figure it out. <laughs> they have a bus. Yeah. <laughs> I assume they also have a plane and some other yeah. vehicles at their disposal. Their linebackers are like bloodhounds. They yeah. can just sniff out where he is. What was that movie where The Rock beat up the entire offensive line of the Miami Dolphins <laughs> in the first Wasn't five that, uh, minutes? The Rundown? The Rundown, Because yes. he goes in the club and like he's trying Quick to collect pitch to the run yeah. for The Rundown. Yeah, the yeah, Rock watch beats the Rundown, up. Despite it being PG-3. 13 still very solid action movie. <laughs> right. Fine, most are not. Yep. Personal opinion. Well, we'll never see the rundown again <laughs> if we don't get out of here. That is true. You all have tickets to go see a uh, re-release of the rundown <laughs> in theaters. That was the uh, pinnacle of this trip. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the rock, you will have earned a rundown revival. <laughs> Honestly, the one thing scarier than being caught in town by the Chicago Bears is being caught out in the naked wilderness by the Chicago Bears. <laughs> I, think we, I think we need to get back to town. So yes, uh, you all find yourselves standing there in various states of disrepair, and you need to make your way back to town. Um, who here wants to try and take the lead with navigation? I'll give it a shot. <laughs> all <laughs> right. <this. laughs> I'm used to the wind blowing on my face, being able to navigate by just the signs. Well, there are no signs, <laughs> so that's not helpful. I'll be okay. <laughs> um I don't have any proficiency in this whatsoever, but... All right, do you have any objects you think will be useful in navigating? Um, I think he is going to hold up his lighter and try to determine which way the wind is blowing. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll give you a plus one if you want to use the lighter, so you'll succeed on a uh, four. It's a five! Hey! Wow! He knows which way the wind is blowing? Now our sails will work. <laughs> Everybody knows the wind blows from the direction of town. It's good. Uh, yes. The we'll wind say, blows west. <laughs> and town is west because that's where the wind is going, I guess. So, yes, you managed to determine which way to go based on the wind. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> because that is the greatest magic trick of all. <laughs> As he pulls out uh, his magic deck of cards and does some little trick. No, I need uses. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have already determined you do a little magic trick every time you finish uh, a sentence, so that's fine. Use. That's just casual. Yeah, this right? is casual. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, not thing any, it's not hard to do. You're used yeah. to it. You do that's it all the time. It's prestidigitation. <laughs> yeah. It's a cantrip. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Sparks fly out. I remember yesterday the wind was blowing in a southerly direction, and so if the wind has been consistent, then I know which way town is based on it. And everybody knows the wind never changes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that one. Indeed. <laughs> so you all begin making your way in, I guess, the southerly direction, it sounds like. That's right. And it is slow going. The mud is thick. You are up to your like your knees in it, mm. and it is just a slog to get through it. You all are getting tired, you're getting thirsty, you don't have your food, you don't have your water, and truth be told, if you continue on like this, you're pretty sure you're just going to pass out in these woods and probably, you know, die, most likely. So, you all need to gather some food and some water. What type of game would we find in this forest? The most dangerous game. (laughs) 
the Chicago Bears. <laughs> You can't beat them. I keep telling you this. You just have to keep running. I have a sidebar for after this game's over now, but I can't keep going. So, game is not going to be uh, an issue for us as uh, most of the animals will have either been buried in the slides or have vacated the forests. So... As as we move through to the mud, then I will I will keep my eye out for squirrels, rabbits, whatnot that may have been smothered in the landslide. Don't you we... always carry that dove? <laughs> 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 Last resort meal, dove. <laughs> One look at Mac Fleetwood, you know he's the type of man who would eat a dove. <laughs> Not even kill it first; he would just, just take a bite out of it. Shut up! Like an shut apple. Up. Shut up! Shut up! Steak would try. Man, if it gets to it, if it gets yeah, down, just one bite. Up. Shut up! Don't worry, Cynthia. I'll buy you another Cynthia. dove. Cynthia. <laughs> Cynthia, do not worry. Shh. Cuckoo. I'll buy you another dove. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you're uh, trying to find some food, but yeah. I don't think being a stage magician is going to help you. Do you have uh, any objects you would like to use that might help you? I don't think there's anything here that would help. No, I want to say right. no. All right, just roll it. Ooh, I've had three. Unfortunately, since that was not part of your career, you are unsuccessful in finding food. Mm -hmm. The pangs of hunger grow even worse as you continue along. Mm. Mudslide, I think we just need to dig a relatively shallow hole to get some water, right? Sure. I don't know enough about landslides. There's an Eagle Scout across the... Yeah, I don't Eagle know. Scout, tell us. Yeah, everybody knows when you're in a mudslide, uh, you <laughs> can dig, dig a relatively down. shallow hole to get some water. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I, well, I, you're I, an outdoor Eagle Scouts. <laughs> That's a three. Uh, you succeed. You managed to dig a pool. There is water there. I will not state how clean it is. You can Does anybody have a metal container of any sort? Uh, I've got. Can I can I say my bag of weed is in fact like a tin of weed? Uh, Do you have a bong? No, no, he had a piece. So he had like uh, a little pipe thing. Uh, We can say you had like the little grinding thing for it. Yeah, that's like a metal. You'll say you have one of those. Yeah, I have like a weed tin, an expensive (laughs) weed tin. I can make fire and we can boil this. That's true. Not me. I'm not going to go. <laughs> Wait, can't you I carve us a bowl or something? Ah, oh, no, bowl. You can't boil weed. Or you can't boil weed water in a bowl. We would need wood for that. Right, 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 right. Hmm. All so I see the... is an endless muddy field. Yeah, I'm just going to drink this muddy water. I drink worse. Yeah, I'm going to have you roll to just drink the straight muddy water. Chug a lug, baby. <laughs> It's a six. six. Oh. <laughs> Your hardy biker constitution <laughs> prevents you from becoming terribly ill drinking horrible muddy water. Yeah, I think uh, we're, we're all probably going yeah, to drink the mud water. Drink the okay, then all of you roll and we'll see how no, it goes. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's five, baby. <laughs> five works. I will, I will destroy my trick deck of cards <laughs> to create a fire. I will use that as kindling to, to boil... This is still both outside your wheelhouses, so I'll say both of you only need to get a three since you're both using two objects. Okay. Sure. Because otherwise you're going to boil it improperly. There's still going to be terrible shit in it that you don't want to drink. I got a Five. six. Oh, well, you both, everyone was fine. Everyone was <laughs> okay. drinking terrible muddy water. There lot. is still no food, but food in the uh, human condition is not as necessary as water. <laughs> and you all have enough strength to continue your journey. Well, uh, that was pretty unpleasant for everybody, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I love those cars. <laughs> Honestly, the the Green Bay Packers once left me stranded in a desert with nothing but motor oil to drink, so that was nothing. Is there a football team you haven't pissed off? In no. 
Don't ask me to name too many more of them. But <laughs> I think I want to ask you, but I will save that for later. Uh, so you all continue on. Um, you actually, uh, Mac, you're going to actually notice there are some tracks here. Um, it's hard to tell what. The mud is still very thick, so they're deep. But you can definitely tell that there's something else walking around after the mudslide. Something has been here. Oh, no. Like what? Well, something alive. <laughs> Which means one of two things. Either we will have found another survivor of this mudslide who will then have to be adopted into our pack, whether or not we can trust them. Or we have found an animal upon whose blood we will sup. Why do you always start supping on the blood? There's so many other options to go for. <laughs> All we have is mud water, which I strain through my mustache. <laughs> You know what? The man has a point. Uh, I think Steak's going to lean down and take a look at these tracks. What do they kind of look like? Uh, once again, they're very deep in this mud, so it's hard to tell. Yeah, you, you can, can tell it. They're not motorcycle yeah. tracks. <laughs> I'm out of my depth. <laughs> uh, you can roll to identify the tracks, sure. Yeah, for sure. That's a four? Uh, no, you don't. They, yeah. They're just tracks. You're not an outdoorsman. You All you can tell, there's a displaced mud in the way of something is walking around here. All right. Can, we can't even tell, like... That they're not small like squirrel, but large like man, like, are, or large like moose. Yeah, perhaps <laughs> large moose like dinosaur. Squirrel. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can tell that they are certainly larger than a squirrel because the squirrel would probably have just sunk in the mud gotcha, and be yes. dead. It is something big enough that it can stand in this mud and continue moving. Okay, that mm. much you can tell. But you all continue along. The tracks seem to be going in the direction you're going, and eventually you do stumble upon what this is. You just uh, kind of do it without having a plan to go forward. And this is why I had the sidebar I was going to bring up later. So I was going to have you all encounter a bear. Mm. <laughs> but now... Oh, no. Oh, no. God, no. How many tracks were there? <laughs> you, you failed that roll. You couldn't really tell. Uh, much like uh, sand people, they all walk in a line to hide their numbers. <laughs> as oh. the entire offensive line of the Chicago <laughs> Bears has now appeared in front of you. Oh, no. no. And they slowly turn to look, and they see Billy Steak Hudson, their mortal nemesis. Gosh, there's nothing we can do but grovel. <laughs> what are you? And they slowly to... begin their approach. Okay, so stacked out it's... in all their gear of helmets and shoulder pads. Uh, Mr. Trubisky, I've always been a big fan. He's not on the offensive line. Why are you? Hey, listen, I don't know who's on the Chicago Bears offensive line. I got away with that. <laughs> So whoever is, I don't know, the head of the offensive line, someone probably <laughs> knows that. I the one name I knew. So the head of the offensive line turns to Stake Hudson's like, you sold off some bad parts. No, 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 I swear. It's just uh, y'all are bad at motorcycles. <laughs> are you insulting our motorcycle skills, boy? No, I just, uh, oh, uh, look, a, a wild turkey. <laughs> Charge them, boys. <laughs> There's no way we'll be able to survive a bear attack out in the open mud. We must away into the trees. <laughs> yeah, I think you... What do you do if you see the... Sh I know when you see a few black bears. <laughs> no, there. Don't pretend... Don't pre play dead. That doesn't work. <laughs> Try, to yeah, bigger. Bigger. Try to look bigger. Try to look bigger. In the tree? In the midst of their conversation, Keith has run. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say... Disappearing should be one of his skills. I will, I will agree that vanishing from the scene certainly seems like something. So if if a he stage. says there's woods nearby, like, oh, cover, they're saying I can disappear behind. 
Yeah, we'll say that nearby there are some trees that were a bit bigger and sturdier. Managed to survive the, man, look, okay. the mudslide. I'm going to roll for disappear. Oh, a two. Uh, well, you're at a minus one, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's actually a, a failure. One. Oh, boy. Uh, you're not going to take any damage, but okay. you have not escaped yeah. the bears. <laughs> uh. Does anyone else wish to try anything to either appease or defend themselves against the bears as they are charging full uh, blast toward you? Again, uh, Mac Fleetwood, being a survivalist, knows that you are not going to be able to survive a charge from the Chicago Bears. <laughs> the true. only thing you can do is turn it into a prolonged chase over <laughs> uneven ground where bears, very good on meticulously maintained grassy fields, <laughs> not super good on uneven ground uh, over long distances. So we just got to outpace them. All right. That's what uh, You happen to know that since you guys have been walking, you're still sort of near – it's the Rocky Mountains. There are obviously – smaller hills and outcroppings you can easily make your way towards, and you all begin running as fast as you can away from the bears. I need you all to roll for this. Yeah. That's a six, baby. You know what they say. You don't have to outrun the bears. You just have to outrun <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, it's another one. <laughs> I also got a one. I got a two. <laughs> Bye, idiots. <laughs> Enjoy so, the fruits of my uh, sin. <laughs> Your good friend. <laughs> Don't they run right by us going after us? <laughs> well, they're going to run right by you, but you're all going to get trampled a little yeah. bit by the bears as they still go after Stake. But Stake has managed to successfully run up the nearest hill, and he knows, based on Max' wise advice, that he is now much safer from the bears as they have tired themselves out trying to catch him. And can we say that Mac himself clearly could have made it, but I latched onto him? <laughs> that <laughs> seems appropriate. See, like, yeah. like, like, as soon as we started running, I, like, grabbed onto his leg and just did not, just held him back. And I think I probably pushed the magician, like, <laughs> back, like, back <laughs> towards them. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like you overtaking the magician. Of this. <laughs> yeah. I was about to argue for my limberness, so I just like the idea of like I took like one big leap, got grabbed midair, and thrown back. Yoinked. <laughs> so yeah, uh, everyone besides Billy Stake Hudson, if you haven't already, please take a hit point of damage. Oh my gosh, mm. we get trampled. Yeah, by the you got trampled by the Chicago Bears, who God, managed sad. to find you even in the woods after a mudslide. I knew they would. I mean, can we, I can I say that perhaps instead of getting trampled by the Chicago Bears, can I pitch for us to fall and tumble down the hill? Yeah. Uh, because if we do that, then this can be a horror survival game where literally the monster chasing us is the Chicago Bears. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm, to I'm, me is extremely <laughs> fucking great. Yeah. 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 I, I am willing to accept that alteration. So you'll have you made it up the hill, but on the way back down, some of you were pushed, some of you were dragged by your compatriots, and some of you have successfully just managed to make it up a hill unimpeded. See ya. But the bears are still after you. There is now a timetable on your escape back to civilization. For not only do you need to get there before you die of starvation and thirst, you need to make it there before the bears catch you. And we missed that movie. And no, the movie, you still have a day for the movie, you think. Okay, good. You don't know how long you were unconscious, so. A bear can strip a man to the bone <laughs> in two minutes. That's what they're trained to do at that training camp. <laughs> well, couldn't we do something? Isn't there something like making yourself look really big, like a stealer, and so that they are intimidated? You're thinking of Ursine Bears. <laughs> These are Chicago Bears. These are Chicago Bears, well, which are, are like in... men, but deadlier. Well, do bears have natural predators like Vikings or Packers or... <laughs> Seahawks. Seahawks, maybe? 
<laughs> they do have natural predators, but not ones that stalk these woods. The closest that we'd get in Colorado are Denver Broncos, which are not as aggressive. Also, probably not in the middle of the mountains, I would hazard a guess. Well, we don't, we don't know. This fair. is a world where the Chicago, <laughs> Chicago Bears will hunt anyone who is wrong. That is and the wind so. always blows one direction. <laughs> well, no, you can just tell where you've been based on the wind. It's totally Hey, guys, totally what, are you, what are you talking about down there? <laughs> is it possible that we could find cover or move to tree, wooded area, something? Moving over, into yeah. a wooded area is our yeah. best chance. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, once again, since Mac is the vivid outdoorsman, or actually I'll have all of you roll. All of you try and roll to see if you can locate the forested areas. Hey, a six finally. Well, a four for you. Hey, a a zero for me. Oh, I got a one. (laughs) Uh, so you're two, you have that runner's high from Uh escaping the bears. You're just too happy to really pay attention. I think I'm probably standing up on my little hill in my underwear, like the night on bald mountain (laughs) demon, just like with my hands up in the air, like you'll never take me. You (laughs) fucking idiots. (laughs) But there have been successful rolls. So you do manage to find a nice forested area. Uh, It's a little bit off track from where you were going. You're no longer directly following the wind, but at least you'll be away from the bears long enough to formulate a plan of escape. I think we have to reason with them. You can't. <laughs> you cannot reason with the Surely Chicago Surely if we convey to them the beauty of the mountains. And I have them. heard that they are not here to cause no trouble. <laughs> They're just here to do the Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah, but all over my face. Oh. <laughs> Look, or we... Hey, they're just after him. Wait. Whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Matt, can I talk to you real quick? <laughs> we have a sidebar. <laughs> Look, I'm here, to talk about I'm here to toughen up your son, but I didn't want to be at the expense of my life. I understand. Uh, I am a man, and you are my friend. Okay. There is no chance in hell that I would abandon you to die at the hands of a football team that hasn't won the Super Bowl in quite some time. Thank you. Amount of time we all know very well. As we are all sports people who know about sports. Some of of them Chicago natives, even. Uh, Welcome back, One Shot. We had to edit out that long (laughs) Super Bowl discussion we just had. It really killed the time. We didn't want to spoil it. We didn't want to spoil uh, the Super Bowl. We accurately predicted the next Super Bowl somehow. I don't know how we got Five or six, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's a miracle. While they're having that conversation, I'm going to go back. Mark, listen. I need to get you out here alive, but I'm afraid that... Your father won't abandon his friend. At least won't abandon him while his friend is still alive. What are you saying? I'm saying if there's no friend to save, and the Chicago Bears were to find what they are pursuing, then they could just disappear. That would be your greatest trick of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with more Isolated. In the meantime, be sure to check out other great gaming shows on the One Shot Network. Like All My Fantasy Children. All My Fantasy Children is a character creation, world building, and storytelling podcast powered by you. Each week, best friends Aaron Catano Saez and Jeff Stormer take a listener submitted prompt and, using some of their favorite tabletop RPGs, create an original fantasy character. Along the way, they populate a shared universe one story at a time. They share laughs, stories, and verbal hugs along the way. As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and I remind you once again that this is an election year and you must register to vote. I recently had to re-register to vote for the first time in several years, 
my name was not on the voter records automatically. So even if you've registered in previous years, make sure to make a point to check your registration online, register as soon as you can, and get involved. We need everyone for this, so make sure you're registered and everyone in your life is registered. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.